If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Ghana Connect. Tonight, the question that is on our minds, why are so many health professionals leaving the country in droves? Is it because of money, or is it because they want to go and get some training somewhere? And some big question tonight. For example, don't just go out there to go and work because maybe it's because of money. Every young doctor, which I've been one of them before, wants to be a specialist. So and if and that's have, the concern. Yeah, specialized it, personnel. Yes. Training of these specialized personnel yes. is, is, is one key concern one key, at least. Yes. Yes. So we, ha- we should have a lot of hospitals where we can decentralize the training and then we don't disrupt somebody who has his family maybe in hope. That's where he's working. He has a wife and children there. And all of a sudden, he has to come to Kolim, leave where he's abroad, and then come here and come st- to start training. Why can't he stay in one of the hospitals? The hospital is there to train. Well, you heard the, the presidential advisor on health, Dr. Insian Sari, who says it may be because of specialized training, not because of money. Is that really the case? The best education in the U.S. cannot be compared to the best education in Ghana. Like, sometimes we need to be truthful to ourselves. Hmm. So they have these things, healthcare-wise. Here, a lot of them are footing their own healthcare bills. Conditions of work at the workplace. Look at the state of most of our hospitals and what have you. People are fed up. They realize that, look, their future is not in the best of states because their pension contributions, their pension earnings are not anything to write home about. And if the person is about 40 years today and thinks that can do another 20 years in a Western country, that 20 years will give that person a very good retirement package. Way, way, way better than what they will get here. They are living. And unfortunately, the, the middle to upper cadre who are quite experienced are the ones who are living. The younger ones are also living because they've also seen what is happening. So first you heard there from the Presidential Advisor on Health, Dr. Nsiasari, who says that these medical professionals are leaving the country in droves because of specialist training. But then you heard it there from the horse's own mouth, the president of the Ghana Medical Association, who also says 
these doctors, these young doctors, these young nurses, these young health professionals who are passing out have real concerns about their conditions of service. And this is a very important conversation that we want to have. Right after this break, I have some brilliant minds, new doctors. Some of them have been in the system for a while. Some of them are actually training to be one, and they will help us in shaping this conversation and getting to know why exactly these people are leaving. Dr. Samuel Sessa, Dr. Christian Philippama, Helen Jabin, Omar Farouk, Kwabna Sante, and a host of other persons who are going to join us for these all-important conversations. Right after this break, these persons will join us to connect and Ghana and abroad here on Ghana Connect. Business a bit news to say. So the projections from the first quarter show a higher total gross profit for the fiscal year. A bit Nana, who's not land you? He did a port ID. A bit here are your items. Thank you for coming. Yes, two for ten cities. Two for ten cities. However you do business, wherever you do business, MTN Business has a solution for you. Join us on 14th July at the Kumasi Mall and 28th July at the Rollins Park in Accra Central to learn how to do more and stay ahead of the park. Visit mtn.com.gh slash business or call or WhatsApp 0244-308111 for inquiries. It's time to scale up this July with MTN. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764102 is equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo paint, superior hiding. Flamingo paint, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, superior durability. Flamingo paint, simply superior. No matter your water needs, 
Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. I'm a Luxurious affordable living is your right, and no one understands it better than BOT Properties. BOT Properties specializes in modern residential buildings and commercial office spaces. Our properties include the Equator, a 12 story made up of over 100 apartments near Accra Mall. Other Equator courts, we offer you the deluxe living experience with our top of the range homes, high quality homes built with style and precision to suit your lifestyle. The Equator courts is a gated community with two story four bedroom detached houses at Obojo East Legon near American House. Our office complexes include Zion House, Shiashi East Legon, Zion House, Sofaline Interchange, Kumase. Our offices and apartments are for both rental and outright purchases at affordable prices and with flexible payment terms. Kindly contact us on 0257-960-919 or visit BOTproperties.com. BOT Properties, the new meaning of affordable luxury. Thanks very much for sticking with us. This is still Ghana Connect. And like I told you, we have some really interesting and brilliant minds joining us for this all-important conversation about why health professionals are living in droves. And I'm excited to introduce our panel to you today. Dr. Samuel Sesai is a medical doctor based here in Ghana. Doc, good evening. Hello, Doc. 
Well, someone else will connect with us shortly. Dr. Christian Philip Ama. Philip. Hello, Philip. Okay, Helen, Helen Jabin is also a, a national service personnel and a nurse here in Ghana. Helen, good evening. Hi, Chris. Good evening. Right. Helen is also connecting with us all the way in the eastern region. Omar Farouk is a Ghanaian nurse based in the United Kingdom. Hello, Omar. Hello, Omar Farouk. Can you hear me? We will get to Omar Farouk also shortly. Kwabna Asante, Dr. Kwabna Ejei Esiedu Asante is the former vice president of the medical students in Ghana. He's the CEO of Ubuntu Foundation and a medical doctor. Doc, good evening. Hello, Doc. Can you unmute, please? I also have Christy, a nurse who recently moved to the United Kingdom and is connecting with us. Hello, Christy. Christy, I see that you are muted. Can you unmute, please? Well, we appear to have a little challenge with our Zoom. We'll fix that shortly, and then we'll zoom right into the conversation. But let me, let me, let me hear from my 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 friend Helen, who is connecting with us. Helen, you you are a nurse. I mean, what do you know about your colleagues? all moving out of the country and for what reason do you think they are doing so let me let me start off with you okay and um, thank you so much Koku, for this opportunity and um, i'm grateful um generally this conversation has been going on for some time now about nurses relocating to back country for greener pastures and we all know that everybody wants to be comfortable everybody wants a kind of life from you know um, from the world generally let's just say and I feel like most of the nurses that are relocating are going to other countries because of the poor conditions of service in our own country I mean you don't need a sister to tell you that nurses are not paid well here the incentives that we deserve we don't get um, as compared to what they get in other countries. And then even the tools we need to work. So you will see that a lot of nurses have in Ghana tend to improvise because you're looking for things to work with and you don't have them. But when you go to the other side of the world, they have everything. And it makes work easier, effective, and efficient. But here, where you have to improvise all the time, you see that you are stressed, even if not physically, mentally, because you're looking for something to um, have a procedure done and then the thing is not there you have to look for something else and all that all that is stressful so as compared to what they get from the outside world they would rather choose to go there and have a comfortable life so you're saying that it's not all about money it's also about the equipment that you would use and the facilities available in these hospitals exactly it's not just about money because i i, I believe that if, if if it was about money some people who work in some very big hospitals here in Ghana wouldn't be relocating as well. But there are people who work in hospitals that we feel um, are okay, they're okay with the pay and all that, and they still want to leave. Because even though the pay is good, they still need some things to work with, and then they're not getting those things. 
So I think that it's not generally just about the money, but it's also about the tools that they need, we need to work to have an efficient and effective work and the tools that we need to make work easier for us. Right. Interesting, Helen. Right. And, and guys, I want us to make this conversation as conversational as possible. Let's come around the table. So those of you on Zoom, if you can kindly unmute so that I can come to you as and when, and you can also bounce in every now and then if you want to talk about some of the issues our other colleagues will be raising. So let me bounce this off to Omar Farouk Mohammed. And you are a Ghanaian nurse based in the UK. We've just heard from Helen Jabin. She's a nurse. She's based in Ghana. Her story is that it's not all about the money. It's also about the facilities and the equipment needed for you to be able to do your job. Do you relate to that? And did, was that part of why you left the country? Hello, Omar Farouk. Hello, Omar Farouk. Can you hear me? Well, I, I, I think we have a challenge with the Zoom. We have a challenge with the Zoom that we have to fix ASAP. So, I mean... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me stay with you, Helen, on, on this. The point about, I mean, you've, you've, you left school not so long ago. Do you get a sense that there are a number of your colleagues, a lot of them, who really just want to move out as soon as they finish? <laughs> well, um, this question, I mean, is so clear. Um, recently, when I started the process of my national service, I met this one guy and some conversation. I mean, he was just on his phone, and I realized that he was in a group, IELTS, something, something, something. So then I was like, hey, are you going to write IELTS? And he said, yes. And I asked, why? You just finished school. Why are you going to write IELTS? He said, I want to leave the country. And I'm like, we are just doing national service. You want to leave the country already? He's like, yes, he didn't train to work in Ghana. Then I asked him why. He said, ah, now you the pay the degree here. Are you comfortable with it? So you see, someone who just finished school cannot wait to go. He barely has his license. Like, he doesn't have a pin yet. But he's already preparing towards leaving this country. So it means that most of my, and I, I'm sure the story is the same for most of my colleagues. Even me, I can't promise. <laughs> so the point is, most of our colleagues cannot wait to leave Ghana. So, thinking about leaving very soon. Oh, that's that was just by the way, though. Well, that that's that's quite interesting, and I think we are we're having a challenge with the Zoom that will fix shortly. And so, those of you on Zoom. I see that you are speaking to us. We are unable to hear you. We'll fix that. We'll, we'll fix that promptly. So the conversation is about how nurses, doctors, other health professionals, they are leaving the country in droves. In fact, we have one young um, nurse, Umar Farouk Mohammed, who is now in the United Kingdom. And, and a recent BBC investigation, this is something that we've been doing locally, has exposed the root of the problem in terms of how so many people are leaving. And 
how it could cripple our own healthcare system. So, uh, Dr. Samuel Sessa has also just joined me. D- Doc, I mean, can you relate with the Dr. Samuel Sessa, can you relate with the issues that your colleague Helen have been re- raised about the money and also the facilities as a, as a young doctor? Hello, Sessa. Hello, Samo. Well, we appear to have a challenge with the with the with the lines um, um, this this evening. Is is Samo Samo the sound? Hello, Kweku. Yes, Samo, I can hear you now. So I was asking okay. you about what Helen Helen told me about and whether you could relate with it. Okay, so because of the uh, technical issues we are facing, I didn't hear what Ellen said. But if it's about uh, the junior doctors also migrating outside to seek greener pastures, my bit about it. I think that um, the experience I have gathered so far has shown that health professionals, doctors, everybody have their own issues that they deal with. So if you are going to work for the 30, remaining 30 years of your life, 35 years of your life, or even 40 years of your life, at the end of it, there should be something you can show for it. There should be something you can say that this is the impact of my service to mankind and my service to my country. When you do all those assessments and then you cannot put an end or an image to it, then you are found wanting, wanting to get better options or alternatives for yourself. Now, when you talk to our colleagues who have flown to several countries working there, countries that are taking or are taking their health care seriously, you get to see that all you get here even in several years is just peanuts as compared to what they get, looking at even the condition of service, looking at even the rex allowances, looking at the gains that you are making. It is nothing. We live in a country where in 2012 it was cancelled, so doctors were able to import vehicles without paying duties on those vehicles because of the shift, the kind of shift that we ran. Kweku, can you hear me? Clearly, Doc, can hear you. Yes. So doctors or health, some health personnel were able to import vehicles to the country without paying duty on them. And it was to aid or help them get access to workplace, even on night duty and night shifts, and then what have you. But here lies the case that all these things have been cancelled. So if you are even a health officer or if you are a doctor and you want to find ways and means to get to work early, or you are even a nurse, you want to get to work, you want to be able to get access to take care of your patients in sound mind, you don't get all these things available. You need to sweat, toil, and make sure your ends meet. Don't forget about the social responsibility that is placed on all these personnel. If you are a doctor, you are a nurse, the family members that will call you the social responsibility, it cuts across all professions. But we all understand how stressful it is to be a doctor or to be a nurse, even in this jurisdiction. So all I'll say is that they have a justified reason to the migration that is happening. But as a country, we need to take a different look to it. There's supposed to be some incentives. You've cancelled nursing training allowances. You've cancelled a lot of things that even motivates them to go. But I understand. 
you are not supposed to even motivate them to go into the profession for gains. But come what may, they come out and the reality hits them. So as a country, we need to protect our professionals. We, we, need, we, we really need to do so. And it's, it's a good point to bring in Omar Farouk Mohammed. Omar Farouk Mohammed, I mean, as, as a nurse that, that is based in the, the, the United Kingdom, do you relate with some of the things your colleagues have said? Did you leave for some of these reasons? having me with me um well i i i do relate with i mean absolutely everything um 100 percent um i came to the uk um just when i was done with i mean i was just six months into professional practice i was just done with my um national service so you trained in Ghana. can you hear me I can hear you. I was asking whether you trained in Ghana. So you trained in Ghana. Yes, I did. I did. I did train in Ghana. Um, I trained in the water region. And um, as I was saying, I left the country when I was just about six six months into, I mean, um, I mean, my professional, being a professional nurse. Um, I've just been posted as a, as a nurse in Ghana just about six months. Then I, I, I left the country. I hadn't even received my salary yet. And to be honest, my colleagues, as at that time, had gone um, almost a year without receiving their salaries. I mean, they had not gotten their verification from the controller general, and they had not gotten their salary as at that time. So you you understand that um, we were really motivated to leave the country, um, looking at the fact that we had the opportunity to leave. Um, all you needed to do was to write your exams and pass and then leave. And we, we had to because it presented as, I mean, an opportunity to be valued as nurses. It presented as an opportunity for us to progress as nurses, for us to work and then and then and then feel we are working, um, feel we are doing what we were trained to do. Um with regard to what Helen said, um, I mean every it is every nurse's wish that um, you go to work and then you have every single material you need to work available, rightly available in front of you just to work. Um, here in the UK, I, I go to work, I mean, 12 hours every, uh, I mean, sometimes three times a week, sometimes two times a week, sometimes even once a week. Look, I go to work and I'm happy whatever I need to work is rightly available. I don't need to be chasing, I mean, I mean, um, procurement officers or, or chasing my nurse in charge for whatever it is, chasing them for cannulas, chasing them for IV fluids, chasing them for whatever it is. Once it is something I need to take care of my patient, it is rightly available. And and that is, I mean, um, with regards to the, to the availability of resources we need as nurses to work. Hmm. When it comes to, I mean, the other reason we all left, we all know, I mean, we, people complain it is expensive to, to, to work in the UK or to live in the UK. Yes, we agree. It is very, very expensive. You pay taxes, you pay everything. But trust me, you, you, whatever you earn at the end of the day, you feel you are being paid for the work you've done. Um, whilst in Ghana, I mean, as a newly qualified nurse at that time, my salary was not even up to three thousand. And you can imagine, I had family to take care of. I had, I mean, um, every other thing to do. And 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 just imagine me taking three thousand. But now I work pay tax, do everything, pay my rent, pay everything. And I'm able to save, I mean, as much as, I mean, multiples of what I would have saved in Ghana. Oh, that is incredible. So <laughs> you are 
you are getting all this on the side, apart from all the things you are paying, and it's still more than what you would have been able to save in Ghana. Incredible. I mean, ACP, that, that is really a stark reality of what we are dealing with in the country. And you as a young doctor, I'm sure you can relate to this on many levels. Hello, ACP. Dr. Christianama. Yeah, Kweku. Yeah, good evening to you and your listeners. I believe you can hear me. Loud and clear. Uh, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to join the discussion this evening. It's a big privilege and I, I do not take it lightly. And uh, being a medical doctor and listening to my colleagues, I think that... Uh, we all know the problems we are facing as a country or as a health uh, department and nothing is being done about it because uh, ever since people started leaving this country um, I have not seen any concrete measure either from the Ghana Health Service or Ministry of Health to curtail it. Way back 10-15 years ago people started leaving but I think that now the the numbers have increased because our nurses colleagues have also joined and for instance let me use the field of medicine when somebody finishes as a medical doctor and joins the joins the the health department as a doctor to work and even decides to specialize in this country you played a tape earlier from the, the presidential advisor on health and then the president of the Ghana Medical Association. And now you can even see that those who are living, majority of them are those who are in the training period to specialize. They are the ones living because if you should spend all these years after medical school, spend three, four years to specialize and at the end of your specialization, you do not even have the equipment to work if you want to specialize in this country now you have to move to these teaching hospitals and other big big hospitals to train nobody will give you accommodation for instance maybe you were posted to work at in Koko, and now you want to specialize so you've come to accra and you are training at kolebu when you come to kolebu you need to get accommodation for yourself and that accommodation will be paid by you yes it is true that the academic fees that people used to pay when doing these residency programs or specialization programs have been taken away by the government. But there are other fees that these um, students in training or doctors in training pay. And if you should put everything together, finish this training, and even the items to work with are a challenge, and you think that there is somewhere in this same world that you can just sit down, read a few books, pass exams, go there, you make more money, and your condition of service is way improved and you can take care of yourself, your family, and those who invested in your medical training, mm. you can also take care of them, especially your parents. Why sit here? After all, who do you owe? Who, who, who do you? And that, that's a good question. That's where I want to bring in Lady Lumela. And um, ACP, thank you. I'll come back to you. Lady, I mean, you've just heard from ACP. He's led a student union before USAG. He says that, if you have all these outside, then why do you stay? For us, I see that you've trained and you've been in this country for 13 years. Do you relate to what they've said? And why have you stayed in the country for that long, given the opportunities that they see is, is available outside? So, 
Okay, thank you, Kweku. Uh, and good evening to your listeners and viewers as well. <laughs> well, to your question, uh, let me just say, if I should get a chance, I'll leave, Kweku. Yes. You will leave? I've been here for... Oh, yes, Kweku. I, I, I will. In fact, I, I, later I'm going to get uh, Helen's number so that I'll be communicating with her. <laughs> so... Uh, just as my colleague said, our condition of service, the salary, in fact, just looking at our economic situation, it makes life so difficult. As a nurse in Ghana currently, we have families, we pay bills. For instance, even... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Wait, when you come to the healthcare professionals, when we get sick, there's a saying that who watches over the watchman? It's so pathetic that you get sick and God forbid if you should get like a kidney problem and a nurse to be on dialysis, I can assure you that no nurse or midwife can afford it unless he or she is coming from a very rich home. If not, it are, means are you, are you telling she... me that as a nurse in your health facility, if you fell sick, that, that's sick, the facility will not take care of you? Most of the facilities will not take care of you. You need to pay for your own bills. And even certain lab investigations that you carry out, you must foot all the bills yourself. Once insurance doesn't cover, that is it. It's your own bill. And we don't have any package as compared to our colleagues outside the country. When they get sick, I know there is a package that you, it covers you, the nurse or the healthcare worker with your immediate family. Can I can I come? Yeah, yeah, you, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, on on, I mean, on the issue of you being sick and then not getting, I mean, um, the the treatment you want, I mean, because I, not because you are a nurse. Look, um, before I left Ghana, I remember I, I was terribly sick one of one of the days. I mean, very very terrible. I went to the the same hospital I was, I was working with. At that time, I was working. I was working in a private hospital. I went to this same hospital, and in fact, I was charged as as a, a client. I mean, as much as a, an ordinary client will be overcharged. I mean, as a staff in that hospital, I wasn't just a staff. I was a deputy manager, deputy ward manager in that in that private hospital, and I was charged as much as the private. Uh, I mean, patients will be charged in that hospital. Well, in the UK, it is it is absolutely different. I mean. We can't compare UK to Ghana. Yes, it's true because the UK has got the NHS, which I mean covers everybody. Um, you don't need to pay for your healthcare. You don't need to pay for everything. But the truth is that I mean, I have been, I've, I've not been well. I mean, a couple of times here, and then I've walked into um the A and E. And in fact, my colleagues, the people I've worked um in the A and E with, who have seen me come there, I mean, as a patient, 
have treated me. I mean, the best way ever they could treat a colleague. And that is not the case in Ghana. I've been, I mean, I did my rotation in Confuanoche and I've gone to Confuanoche as a sick patient severally. And in fact, no one gives a damn about, about what you are going through, even as a one-time colleague of tears. So um, there is everything wrong. I mean, uh, giving people the chance to live, everyone will live to Everyone will live incredible. Akana, Akana, it's a good point to bring you in now. And I see that you lead a group of young health professionals in, in there. Is this something that, I mean, you relate with? Akana. Thank you very much, Kweku. And thank you very much for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly at all. Yes, so and the point about medical students in Ghana now, I was privileged to be a leader for medical students in Ghana. And when I was still in medical school, that was somewhere last two years. And you realize that, Kweku, let's, let's use my class for an, an example. If you take my class, out of the over 200 medical students there, around 220 or so, 50%, like 110 of them, how about this idea, this mentality that they would want to go out? Even more than 50, like 70%. And 50% are working actively. There is an exam called the USMLE. They are working actively to write these exams and continue their studies outside for their specialization and everything. And I realized that Kweku, since medical education started here in Ghana in the 1960s, there have been a lot of there have been a, a lot of developments. A whole lot has happened recently. I mean, not so recent, but then over like 20 years ago, we've had um, the government build the Ghana College for Physicians and Surgeons. I think um, everything was finished around 2007 when Kofu inaugurated the four million US dollar building and all. And you realize that. The, these opportunities have been provided, but as uh, my senior colleague ACP said earlier on, you realize that they, they, they are not up to um, the standard you would want to see them. You understand? They are not up to the standard. So if someone is here in Ghana, the person wants to specialize, although there is a college here, but then um, ACP talked about the fact that there will be some fee, the person would have to pay even accommodation, where to sleep, and all these challenges the person would have to go through. So these people would end up wanting to specialize outside. And it would interest you to know, um, Kweku, last year, I had the privilege to um, be invited for GMA's annual congress. And the president made it known to us that they did this survey of 360 medical doctors. And out of the 360, 324 of them, that's 90%, had made up their mind that come what me they would want to um continue their medical education outside and um, eventually turn out as medical professionals outside and this is basically due to what we've been saying since the start of this program so i mean there's almost a consensus around this table that the conditions of service are really poor and also that there are no facilities I mean, Dennis Edujc is uh, the PR of the Ghana National Association of Medical Laboratory Scientists. I've been speaking a lot to the doctors and the nurses. For you, medical laboratory scientists, is that the same situation with you as well? Hello, Dennis. Yeah, hello. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I was asking if the, the situation is similar for you in the med lab profession, just as the doctors and the nurses have been saying. All right, thank you very much. In fact, as I speak right now, I am before a set of students, level 200, uh, at the University of Energy and Natural Resources in Sunyani. And 
I, I just ask them that same question. You'll be surprised to know the number that are waiting to leave the very moment they are done with their program or course of study. So the situation is not different from what you are talking about over here. In fact, I had the opportunity to discuss this on another platform that uh, the, co the current COVID uh, presentation that the president did, the awards that was given to staff that helped with the battle uh, that we had during the pandemic, uh, somebody was on stage collecting his award. And in fact, four days after, was in the UK. He's currently practicing over there. So it's quite a severe problem. I had a class of about 60 people. And by the time we finished school, a class of about 55, now I can talk of not less than 14 of them in UK alone practicing. I've not talked about that of the US, talked about the other European uh, countries. So this is a bigger problem that we are all facing. And day in, day out, even as a PRO, a lot of people are contacting me to find out what opportunities exist for them to be able to take a trade outside. All boils down to several factors that we will have to look at them, else it's going to be a problem and a big toe on the health structure because uh, already we have scarcity of health professionals across the various cadre and professionals that we are talking about, mm. being it doctors, being it the lab scientists, being it the nurses, the pharmacists, and all the other allied health professionals. In fact, they are going like something. And it takes conditions of service. It takes security. It takes our pension, the future as it is. What does it hold for you if you spend all your life over here when even your annual salary is almost like somebody's monthly salary? So if you look at it that way, then somebody thinks, is it worth staying over here in a system that even when you are ill yourself, you are sick yourself, you have to fend for yourself, you have to pay for your own bills. There is no system in place to cater for health professionals. So I think that is a big problem that you are talking about. And it's, it's quite unfortunate that the stakeholders and the respective agencies that are to listen to this and make sure they effect the necessary changes are not doing it. Mm, interesting. I mean, Christy, you, you, you've moved to the UK quite very recently. I mean, are you thinking of coming down soon to serve your mother Ghana or? I mean, it's so good out there. You are not coming down. Christy? I don't think I will be coming down any moment from now. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't. Because um, I've been working in Ghana for over 15 years. And then just about six months here in Ireland can't be compared to the 15 years in Ghana. Not at all. Not, not, not. You've worked so there for that short period, and it it, yeah. it compares to the 15 years you were in Ghana. Not at, all, not at all. So I don't think I will be coming to Ghana any moment from now. No, I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> is there anything that you think we can do that will change your mind? and Or even if not you, that will keep the next generation of health professionals in this country? Do you think there's anything we can do? It all boils down to better condition of service, better, better condition of service. And then like the healthcare system, being it on the wards, those outside the wards, like healthcare packages to the nurses, their families, they foretalked a lot. And then I think that our healthcare system really needs to be looked at. Maybe they should sit down and then restructure everything, re-strategize everything from the least healthcare 
personnel to the highest doctor, I think everything should be looked at because um, looking at condition of service for Ghanaian nurses is nothing to write home about. So the least opportunity anybody gets, that person will definitely leave. Mm. Nathan, Nathan, surely you are coming down, aren't you, Nathan? Oh, Nathan, I'm, I'm listening to you. Hello, Nathan. Nathan, can you unmute? All right, okay. I mean, because we are having some challenge, I'm hearing from Nathan, it's a good time to take some of the comments that have been coming in on our social media console. My colleague James Aveji joins me in studio. James, I mean, quite some really interesting questions we've been, we've been getting and some interesting comments. I mean, can you run us through it? Yes, Kweku. So this one is from Becky in Kumasi. Becky says, I understand that things are hard here in Ghana, but uh, can the nurses leave the bank alone and use their own monies to process their traveling issues and stop taking our loans to travel without thinking about repayments? plans hmm, so that's a bank someone who works at a bank it says people are taking money and you are running away with it okay uh, exactly so a uh, guy uh, guy fox in tema also says that the fact remains the only reason why health practitioners are made to endure poor working conditions and remuneration is just that uh, our leaders have no respect for these uh, professionals nana on the spinters road says i worked with nhs in the uk for 15 years as a medical secretary and one of my consultants said uh, to me that ghana saves the uk a lot of money by training them and allowing them to leave the country to join them it is sad ghana pays them allowances to train them with monies of the taxpayer hmm. in ghana i mean Really interesting, and there are a lot of co a lot of comments from people who are nurses and doctors who are saying that they are going to live in drugs. Because we are just about wrapping up, let me go around around the table again and see if there is anything that we can do to try and stem the tide and increase or advance a lot of the health professionals in the country. I mean, Doc, if you can do this for me in maybe thirty seconds, I'll be I'll be grateful. Doctor um, um, Cesar, I want to start I want to start off with you before I come to ACP. Doc, what can we do, and what is missing? What is the missing link? Hello, Dr. Cesar. Can you unmute, please? Dr. Cesar. Hello. ACP. ACP, are you there? Okay. I mean, I'm having some challenge with the Zoom again, but let me go on phone. Um, Helen. Yes. Yes. Okay. Helen, so you appear to have given someone an idea, and there was someone on the Zoom who said that they are going to reach out to you after this call and get <laughs> you to give them the ideas. What do you think we can do to stem the tide? Well, uh, so we, we definitely would have to, I mean, someone has already mentioned that we have to look at restructuring our health care system. Um, we now have to pay more attention to because, I mean, what is the watchman, like one person said on the call, the people who are there taking care of the people, how do we take care of them? Who takes care of them? And so if the government would not start looking at how to make the life of the ordinary business in Ghana more comfortable, 
then I guess we all want to, we will all want to go. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. All of you want to leave and go for greener pastures and leave us are quite interesting. Helen, thank you very much. I mean, Omar Farouk Mohammed, you've left already, and from the from what I heard from you, you don't you, you do not intend to come back. But is there anything that you think we can do so that we can fix the things here? Is it all about the salary and the working condition? Is that all it is about? Um, in my opinion, I I think um, I mean one of the solutions we've got is is the politicians being truthful to I mean. Um, um, to the to the citizenry, um, our problem, I mean, in the health sector is because our health sector has been really politicized, and people are not telling um, people the truth they need to hear. For instance, just play um, the the presidential advisor's voice again, mm. and then listen to it. I mean, listen to it with with a very open mind, and you get to know that. I mean, people are not really telling. Uh, People in leadership are not telling I mean, their followers the truth. Um, we need to understand we've got a problem at hand, and we need to understand this is a big challenge confronting us, and and we need to find um, solutions to it. I I I mean in Ghana right now, if if you stand out to tell someone to stay in Ghana, I mean, um, and practice in Ghana, the person might might find that very offensive. Offensive. Uh, to be honest. Mm, I mean, interested, interested. I mean, um. ACP, can you hear me now? Okay, let, let me let me do lady. Lady, you you've clearly said that you the next opportunity you get you're going to leave. 13 years under your belt, that much experience. What should we all do so that we can keep you in Ghana doing the Lord's work? Thank you, Kweku. Well, just as we all said about the condition of service will plead, it has to do with governments. They will have to look into our condition of service. And it entails much. For instance, there are places that when somebody gets work, like gets the first time appointment, he or she is given an accommodation. So some of these things government should consider. And I believe if these things are looked into, most of the nurses will retain here and they wouldn't like to travel. Well, thank you very much, um, um, Lady Lumela Tete. And next, with 13 years' experience under her belt, she says the next flight, if she's on it, she's gone. Um, Akana, let me wrap this up with you. And because you left, you've led a group of medical doctors before. How do we get out of this? Is it just about this money and these facilities? Lady just says 
well, if you can give nurses accommodations every now and then, but can the state afford all that? Is it also that you guys are not sacrificing, you're just thinking about your pocket? Is that so? Well, could that's not the situation at all. I think um, I agree with the leadership of the GMA, the former General Secretary Titus Bergio, who is now um, NDC's parliamentary candidate for Lambusi. When he said last year at the Congress that government should be working at um, looking at making these conditions better, looking at making these conditions better for doctors. Because right now, because of economic crisis, um, the, the value of what doctors were getting initially has reduced by like 50%. He said it, and it's true. And you see, they even um, threatened that they would be soon demanding that the amount given here, the, 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 the pay or the salary given here would be pegged against the US dollar. And um, these are things we should be looking at because if you can make living conditions better, living and working conditions better for medical doctors, and that they will stay and then also make livelihood better for other people. You know the work of doctors and other health practitioners. It's basically about health and it's making people's life better. And when you make people's life better, you better the economy, you better everything. I mean, health is everything. People say that health is what. So if we can look at measures that we can put in place to make our systems here better, and I am very particularly happy that some of these medical students, uh, medical doctors are going into politics. I mean, it would help. To, uh, it will help in terms of being able to articulate whatever is, is wrong with the system. I mean, I kind of very great words there to end the show. I mean, interesting conversation about why medical doctors, nurses, medical laboratory scientists, and all these health professionals are living in droves. I've had about three of these nurses on this call. Three of them are outside already. They say they are not coming back. There are those in Ghana already who are saying that the next available opportunity they get, they are not going to miss out. They are jumping on the next available flight and they are gone. That is food for thought. For a country, so many hospitals without enough nurses. If everyone wants to leave, then it's a big question that must agitate the minds of leadership. How do we fix this? Thank you very much for joining us. Dr. Samuel Sessa, Dr. Christian Philip Ama, Helen Jabin, Umar Farouk, Kwabina Sante Akana, Lady Lumela Tete, Imano Lafo, Christy, Dennis Edu Jesse, and Nathan. Nathan, I apologize because of the, the your Zoom situation. We could not hear from you. But very interesting conversation about where we have to go next. Big food for thought and it's something that we have to be thinking about for the next few years. My name is Kweku Asante. I've been excited um, shepherding you through this conversation. The lads are up next with the local room. But next week, we come your way again with a more exciting edition of Ghana Connect. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.